0: All right, now.
1: This whole time I thought you were actually doing a little cold open bit. But oh, was, no. I was, just, I was just, you know, I was bamboozled.
0: No, by I was you just, I was time. earnestly speaking to you. <laughs> All right.
1: Because <laughs> uh. you stopped it and then I started the episode and you're like, let me hit record. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, 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 that's good.
1: And with that, you're listening to Lame, the Lexington Air Superiority Marxist Experience. You picked Ooh. A this week.
0: I do. I just thought about it, you know. And it is air hyphen superiority for those of you I'm yeah. um, listening. Obviously, don't. We're not doing lasma, although that's kind of good. Lasmi? You listen to lasma? Well, Les-me. you pronounce it fucked up. Anyway,
1: um, it's the 28th of February, 2022. I'm Aaron,
0: and I'm Jenry. Uh, this is a this is a a podcast. Um, and folks, I'm getting back to my roots. I didn't read the look at the paper. Well, I did look at the paper. I didn't read the paper for today's episode because there's simply nothing good. I think Beth Musgrave must be on vacation or something because all everyone wants to talk about is is that is is, is the, the that shooting at that fucking bunker that we covered the other day. I don't give a shit about that. Um, not interesting. And, and the cigarettes. Are you covering this on on side B? the, With the, the sh- cigarettes. No, the shooting. No. The gun. The guy Leslie Morgan is that the no, guy? Anyway, I wasn't interested. I me mean, neither. There's like a nothing but that in the Herald Leader. I don't care. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I do not give a shit. Um. Uh, anyway. Um. So, folks, this is a little. I got this little tip off from Blake Hall. So Blake, thank you. Um. Uh. This was a fruitful episode. Um. The spirit of lame is back in me. I remembered why I did this podcast sitting there for two hours in this, uh, watching this uh, meeting. And um, it's good. You know, I haven't like complained about Legistar recently either. And that's really coming back to me, Um, which is to say that I'm talking about the planning and public safety meeting um, that happened on the 15th question mark, I think. I actually didn't write it down um it's just the one that happened most recently uh and the only thing that's posted for it is the video there's no there's there there's nothing it's barren hey at least there's a video one yes at least there is a video that i was able to watch and bring to you so if you want to know what happened at that meeting this is the uh, most as time of recording most compressed way most quickest way to listen and understand um, what is go what, what? exclusive that's right um
1: generally went the Zoda mines for this the
0: Zoda mines <laughs> which they finally they did when they published they published the like official meeting minutes or whatever for the last thing and what was funny is that um uh it seemed to be no progress came out of uh zota or Z- progress came out of Zoda, but none of the the bike lane stuff Nothing came of it and they didn't talk about it at this meeting. So I guess that's just, uh, who knows? We're holding out for next month whenever they, or whenever they do their next meeting. Um, the, uh, the Zoda, uh, summary was fun because it, it, uh, uh, they so succinctly captured, um, uh, how much city councilors love to just complain. They're like, we're going to have to do that work. Yeesh, that sounds difficult. Um, or whatever, which I kind of love.
1: Well, this is, I'm seeing this for the first time. What ZODA actually stands for. Cause I thought it was a word.
0: Oh, I see That's
1: zoning ordinance text amendment.
0: I know. Right. Um, it's fun that it's got its own little name. Fun that they got their own little lingo. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I mean, the uh, the bike lane stuff that they talked about last meeting—if um, we didn't say it last time, because I know we talked about it on an earlier episode—it's just nice to see that people um, that there is any sort of official recognition um, uh, of bike lanes as a as a real means of transit that isn't just purely recreational. But um, I don't know, man. Um, I'm gonna remain skeptical uh, until I until I see some real hope. But you know what, folks. That's what's on the horizon today we're gonna yeah, stay tuned as they might say because um, I know you like me have a big knob that all the podcasts are on and then are playing simultaneously which makes it kind of like radio you just you know you're switching between us and like uh I don't know something dumb whatever insert the podcast you hate here um <laughs> so at this meeting one it was about one thing and one thing only, right? Um, uh, on the table. That's right, folks. We're talking about civic discourse. And um, currently the people in charge of the on the table stuff for Lexington is are people at Civic Lex. And ladies and gentlemen, I need to take this opportunity right now to provisionally Bury the hatchet between us and Civic Lex. We have the enemies are at the gates. Um, we must come hand in hand. Um, uh, the, I, I, I must, I must throw my support behind um, uh, uh, Richard and his antics. Um,
1: what did he do this time?
0: Uh, I, it's nothing particularly he did. Although he's doing fine, Richard, you're doing fine. Thank you. you. You did a good job today. I was, you know, I'll continue to compliment you throughout the thing or whatever. But um, but the, uh, it is more about what he's in opposition to. And we've talked about these people a little bit before. Um, you may remember them as the uh, Lexington for everyone. Um, and, of course, we've talked about their parent organization, which is, of course, Commerce Lex. Um, a terrifying little thing. Um,
1: both, both organizations, Civic Lex and Commerce Lex, organizations that have the word Lex in their name and start with the letter C.
0: This is why I keep you on the podcast, Darren. Um, I would have never darn! I would have never would have never realized. Um, it's good. It's good. Um, so, uh, Richard Young is, uh, is at this planning and public safety meeting and he is pitching the on how on the table is going to work in regards to, of course, the upcoming drafting of the next comprehensive plan. Um, So, uh, they're using the on the table format, which I'm not going to actually get into too much of the details of what on the table is or whatever. Um, uh, I think you should just unironically look into it on yourselves and maybe actually go to these on the table events. Um, uh, and, and I, there's, I'll have, there's more to plug or whatever. There's more to find out from other places. We're not, if you want to know more about the actual thing, there's plenty of other people that are talking about it. We don't have to waste our man hours, uh, telling you, (laughs) but, um, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's a, um, it's a kind of, uh, civic engagement sort of thing. Um, and, you know, it's like a, it's like part survey, part, like a series of, um, like, like, like literally discussions at a table or over zoom or whatever. Um, and, in this application, which I think is more interesting than anything else, is that it is being uh, explicitly signaled that uh, you know the Department of Planning is using input that they're getting from these discussions and surveys in the drafting of the next comprehensive plan. Right on top of all the other normal stuff that they did. Like if you were around for comprehensive planning stuff and like for like 2018, they're doing all that same stuff, but in addition to it, they're doing this and they're doing it early on in the process or whatever. Um, uh, And they're trying to get as many people to do it. They're doing it in like five different languages. Um, You know, they've been, you know, working with like five different blah, 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 blahs. Like at the Martin school public policy. I mean, we got everyone in on it. If you're listening to this podcast, um, uh, definitely will be a venue for you to um, uh, actually go to one of these things and speak. Even more interestingly, apparently just anyone can host one of these, uh, one of these sessions. Which I'm very, we here at LAME are very interested in doing a little bit of uh, doing our own little on the table. I'm just are thinking.
1: Lame, LAME on the table a lot? Are we at, uh,
0: on lot. the table a lot? I'm into that lot. All right. Okay. Um, we haven't discussed this, and we're not promising. It. I don't know. Just uh, speaking off the dome here, it would be interesting. Um, there's, of course, like volunteer stuff that Richard was advertising at the meeting. Like, if you want to go around and do like postering or whatever, if you speak Swahili and want to do one of these Swahili on the tables, uh, that seems interesting. Um, uh, but whatever, uh, they're doing. So they're doing it in a bunch of different languages. You know, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of um, things. Uh, the city council had a lot of very weirdly specific questions about certain like wordings for the survey and stuff. Generally, very thorough um, uh, a, a kind of vetting for this for this thing or whatever. And I think Richard did a very very good job. Let me say this: I do a podcast. I couldn't have gone up there and done that. That seems I, I'm, that seems scary. He, I think he did a very good job. I will say this: Richard Young, never seen him in never seen him in person. Kind of a hottie. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm like I'm like great, great little face of public engagement. Um, <laughs> Put that on his bio. Yes. Uh. You know, yeah. Lex Lane Pod called me kind of a hottie. Um. So, uh, almost immediately, especially if you did not know what was happening going into this, um, uh, following the presentation that Richard Young gets, Kathy Ploman asks. Um, what commerce Lex's relationship to, uh, to this is, um, to which you might say, what, what does commerce Lex have to do with this? Um, uh, so this question gets almost immediately tabled. Um, but, uh, apparently, but Richard just simply responds and says that commerce Lex is on the OTT on the table advisory group and doing some side processes or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of lot of other questions that get asked that mostly I'm gonna be glossing over because uh it's so we're clarifying things, or sometimes it's just like a lot of city council members just sort of say stuff and like um they're just kinda like you know what I do on the podcast, but like worse because they're like a public official. They're kind of just like uh um sort of in like a fugue state, just kind of like really trying to formulate their words on the fly as they speak. So what are supposed to be questions ends up, ends up sort of being just kind of general, general statements. He looked a lot more traffic attractive on Lex TV. Stop. That's a weird photo that you're pulling up. It's not Aaron's pulling up photos of uh, Richard Young in the studio, right? Now. <laughs> um, there he is. That's great. That looks terrifying. Um, so, the first uh, real sort of pushback we get here is um, Kloiber says Kloiber is saying that there is not a whole lot of comparative questions on the survey. Um, he's upset that too many people are that too many of the questions are just them asking because uh, they provided some example questions of what would be like on the survey um, that you fill up before doing this table discussions. Which, by the way, I have it on my notes here. Those are happening from April 10th to 16th for the you playing along at home. Um so there it's coming up uh in a in a month and a half mark your calendars literally mark your calendars um you know and uh is obviously I think looking um uh for some more specific policy stuff you know he's sort of um uh he does not want I don't think Cloyber is looking for data where people say yes we're concerned about the environment <laughs> and yes we do not you know or uh, you know what they think about growth in the abstract, and growth in that one I mean is a little more. But I don't know. It's like you can only do so much. It's a survey, so we spent a lot of time sort of doing like like you know school of Athens style debating the the uh, efficacy of surveys or whatever. Right? There's all this information, and of course you know Civic Lex is making it all kind of pub. Um, you know, talking about the. I love how they've they've um, they've co opted the term open source to just like mean anything. Like they're talking about how the data is going to be open source. And I'm like, is the data a program? Um, but
1: it's just public.
0: Yeah, there's a funny quote. Just public. Yeah. There's a funny quote from lamb where she, where she's like, she's like, you know, um, I know everyone loves, likes to think of the government as open and transparent. And I'm like, not, nah. <laughs> I love that. You, hey, Susan lamb. I love that you think that. Um, but it's just very funny. Um, you know, so there's a but I mean generally I think Civic Lex is going uh, has been working very hard to um uh to not to you know make this stuff more public and of what they're doing and of course you know anticipate a lot of the more nagging questions that some city councilors have um there's an interesting question that Lamb had about uh about a private or unlisted um uh around the table discussions and, uh, apparently you can do just a private round the table with your family, um, which I find,
1: talking?
0: well, yes, but it's a guided discussion. Right. Um, and then there are, and, and I'm like, okay, I get that. But then there's this very interesting category of unlisted, um, uh, which is like, if your organization wants to do hold these things, but you don't and like you want it to be public to people within the, like literally like an unlisted YouTube video, but for your discussion or whatever, which I find interesting or whatever. And I'm like, I guess that's fine as long as they're, you know, doing and getting the survey data, like whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's, uh, it's confusing. Um, in that mostly because there's just so many nagging questions that the city councilors have like, um, and like that in some way indicate that they don't get or in some way they don't get or, or whatever and anyway huge shout out to Richard for not getting instantly pissed off with them um i do i will say one thing and i understand why everyone has to do it because uh, you know um, no one knows everything or whatever and you know people it's you know interpersonal communication is difficult but i every time the counselor says oh, thank you so much for this presentation. And every time Richard says, great question, I'm like, just get to it. Just get to the point. You're killing me. (laughs) I don't know. That's just me. Um, So uh, they start – Steve K um, is one of the first people to uh, talk it explicitly, and a few other people will say it, although Steve K, kind of a legend in this meeting. Um, uh, We'll get to that in a second.
1: He's not up for re-election this year. Yeah, now he's just –
0: I mean, he is just going full. What is the name of their blog? I don't know. Is it even literally just SteveK.com? Steve yeah, you know, whatever. Linda and K. Yes, he's going. He, let uh, me say this Steve K.'s blogging. Crazy. I mean, he's blogging in the public sphere. He is, I mean, going off on these, whatever. Um, so he's, he's talking about how um, over time, you know, the around the table concept uh, has now, you know, sort of uh, merged into an actual part of the planning process, right? Um and, you know, he starts a lot more about a thing or whatever. And he has some sort of like whatever questions. But this is what the reason I even wrote down his quote is that, you know, when people talk about how the United States democracy is um, a shit, because uh, all you can do, you, it's like voting at the ballot box every November. And like, that's kind of it. Um, I think uh, they've been uh, there has been considerable um, uh, actions made within the government and by civic lex to make these around the table things into something that is more of a real democratic organ of sorts. Um, and for this reason, I have to applaud the effort being made. Um, because, and let me say this Kay says that he says there's advantages and disadvantages to this, which I think is a true statement everyone else that will bring up this point is just like, that's bad. That's terrible. Um, Chuck Ellinger will go on. We'll talk about like, dude is like, I guess was checked out for the entire meeting until he started asking his questions, which I found was funny. Um, almost the entire city council was here. Um, yeah. You know, save for Linda Gorton. And I think like one other person, um, everyone was there and almost every city councilor that came was allowed to uh, like ask questions as if they were a member of the committee. Um, but yeah, then we get to of course to Amanda Maze Bledsoe, um, who fuck you, um, fuck that woman, do not like her, uh, you know, blah 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 blah, can't get enough thing. She is just, I mean, I mean, just, she's um, uh, Bledsoe opens with uh saying that she thinks there's a uh, that um, that one that around the table was was initially a a, a creation of Commerce Lex, um, uh, which uh, citation needed on that. Um, and two, uh, has a list of, um, list of people, um, uh, in, uh, that should be on the, around the table advisory board that aren't, um, and Richard very kindly tells her to fuck off. I mean, you know, very, very diplomatic guy, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, like, get her fucking get her, Richard. Um, I don't know. Um. You know, and, and of course, Richard, you know, once again, he's like, he's like, look, you know, we're trying to make this effort or whatever, but at the end of the day, city council still decides or whatever. So, you know, um, he's pitching that as a plus to Amanda. Um, and of course she views it as a plus. I view that as a negative. Um, I actually don't want the council to do stuff. I want, uh, I want, I want just like, you know, weird table shit, whatever. Actually, that's not true. Don't ignore that. Ignore that. Um, because obviously there's stuff fraught with kind of the process, which we'll get into, I think a little more once we get into the second presentation, which is coming up. Um, let's see. Uh, Liz Sheehan, of course, wants to know if um, there's involvement with FCPS and UK in the universities. Uh, to that, yes. Um, I don't know uh, how much the FCPS stuff is getting, but UK, Transy, they're all doing a bunch of stuff for this, which just seems exciting. How fun. Um, and then Ellinger, is, of course, is like, this is really, you know, something else or whatever. And he's like, but, you know, there's so much more important things to be talking in the in the thing. He's literally doing a, a, a whataboutism for youth violence. And um, Richard's like, yes, people care about this. But the main feedback we've been given is, why are you doing this? I come here to these things, and I tell you this stuff at these discussions, and then nothing, what is coming of it, Right. Um, so I get the need to narrow down. And of course, as he said, he's like, he's like, not every year around the, this, this year's around the table is about the comprehensive plan. Next year's will be about something different. So cool it, Chuck. Um, so whatever. And then finally, that was, it was a pretty long list of questioning or whatever. Um, I made that fly by, but it was brutal. Um, Carla Blanton of Commerce Lex. To Jay Blanton? That's good. I'm just going to assume that every... Isn't there another Jay Blanton in Kentucky? There's
1: a -A J-A-Y Blanton. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. no. It's Jay, but his name is James.
0: Yes, yes, James James Blanton. But you can call him Jay. Jay Yeah, they're all... Blanton. Blanton. That's good, that's good. Um, Anyway, so Carla Blanton... Richard Young did a whole long presentation or whatever. Carl Morton's presentation, five minutes tops. I mean, gone. A few quotes from that. Uh, She describes Commerce Lex's um, initiative as a augmenting the around the table by giving a business focus, right? Um, So there's five going to be five major focus groups that they do. The major employers, which is like education, healthcare, manufacturers, um, Headquarters, quote unquote, small businesses, which (laughs) it's fucked up. Um tech slash bio slash entrepreneurs. Um so the word I can't Uh, name you which category is worse, honestly. uh, Literally gross, terrible. Oh great, you're gonna make a platform with some vowels missing in it. Great, good one. Um signature industry, which is like horses, agriculture, and bourbon. Um, and then of course the final fucked up one. Builders, developers, and realtors, which is so ugh, terrible Ooh. taste in the mouth. Um, so they're checking for three things, right? One, they're checking for the, the, they're they're asking they're actually getting feedback about the comprehensive plan. Points two and three are just feedback of how the what the business climate is like in Lexington. Um, and then three, what developers' experiences is with city planners, right? You know, how, how has it been managing the city planning process or whatever? Blah, 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 right? Um, they're doing an online survey, and then they're going to be doing either fully in-person or fully online covid depending focus groups, as they described, of these business leaders, right? Um, and final thing, and this is really, I think, really shows you, you know, um, the thing. Their meetings will be happening from April six to twelve, April six to April twelfth, because quote, um, we want to start. You know, we want to account for people that are traveling to New Orleans for the the Final Four basketball game, and of course, we want to cut. We want to also leave a buffer for people that are traveling to for Easter. Um, So uh, that's the kind of clientele. Real, um, every Kentuckian needs a private plane energy you know what i mean um well
1: you know how everybody i mean it's the kentucky pilgrimage yes over to the final four Mm -hmm. and so yeah you got to account for that
0: yeah obviously i mean it's a federal holiday (laughs) anyway so um so it it just like that blows by whatever and then she's like all right great any questions um so kathy pluman is like uh um, it's like, so you said you're doing a survey, uh what what does the survey look like? And they're like, Oh, we're doing really more like qualitative stuff, sort of, you know, it's not really done yet, sort of like blows them off, right? Um so then Ploman is like, Well, how is it gonna integrate with Civic Lexis survey or whatever? And she's like, It's not.
1: Did she actually say that?
0: Yes. Um Uh, They're like, they're like, we're sharing the questions we're working. And there's a, there's a few other back and forth in them, but ultimately she's like, we'll be sharing the questions we're working on with our partners. Um, you know, which civic Lex is one of them in this scenario. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just weird. And then Steve K and this is real King King moment for him. I'm very concerned about this. He says, um, serious concerns about how appropriate this is. Right. Um, he, he, he then of course talks about, uh, Lexington for everyone, which we've talked about before in the show. Um, but he's like, he's like Lexington for everyone. It's very one quote in his words, one sided organization, um, that uses, uh, kind of suspect, um, uh, data, uh, that is sort of, um, with a, s- a, sort of very specific agenda. Um, and, uh, the, that is a, that is a organization that is very similar, you know, that, that, the, 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 the the Venn diagram between them and uh in commerce flex is almost a circle. Um uh, those are mine. My- you should just for future lame I'm always paraphrasing these guys. Unless I've re- there's not a whole I'm always giving a little bit of paraphrase. I'm not I'm not writing down exact quotes. It's a little editorial spice. Yeah, it would take let me say this I was in a rush to I was, you know, I I, I, I pressed stop on the on the video I got done watching the tour thing. It got in my car and raced over to lame studios. <laughs> um, you know. So uh, they ask about that and Carla literally is like, <laughs> okay, well, let me put on my Lexington for everyone hat for a little second because apparently she is also the, you know, involved or whatever she does. She's like, um, you know, I didn't, I'm, I'm having fun. She did not mind putting the hat on, which would be funny though. Um, uh, and she is like, she's like, she's like, there is, you know, there are differences. You know, we have a uh, equity leaders and um, some, even some small business owners, um, involved in Lexington for Everyone, which uh, small business owners, take note, I know we said it before, but the petty bourgeois is more aligned to the proletariat than anyone else. And don't, don't, you know, they'll try to, they'll try to pretend that you're rolling with the big ones. But at the end of the day, you, you guys are, um uh, you guys are not, you all aren't in the commerce Lex. You're in the Lexington for Everyone tier. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, and stuff like this. So that's, there's a long kind of pretty long back and forth between the two of them um you know and k basically ends it with uh that uh my statement is that uh you know uh commerce lex takes a certain view it has questionable data and i'm uncomfortable that the planning department is an official sponsor of this commerce lex thing right um and then Lishihan is like, you know, I'm, a, you know, she's like, haha, I'm a little data nerd, you know, I'm like, have like a degree, um, which is great. Love it when they do that. Um, and, you know, she asks Carla um, about uh, the survey, and what's going to be on it, and who's designing it, because, oh, my God, man, they were talking about Richard was like, you know, like, oh, we went to this, and then we went to the Martin school, you know, we went to all these people, or whatever, you know, I mean, 50,000 hands in bit have been on the Civic Lex survey. Um, according to, uh, the commerce Lex, uh, Carla, the survey is still being designed. Um, and when they asked if they can see it once it's done, they're like, sure. So really promising. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, she, and, uh, then we, then we get down the list of really like, uh, uh, she like, I want to see you all, you know, I don't like that. You all are just doing this weird tacking on thing to the side or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, it's especially because you're not even done with the survey right and then Reynolds a man peace and love to Jennifer Reynolds oh my god I did not she talked for five minutes and I'm like are you getting anywhere with this
1: you're just saying words
0: let me say this this is what's important she led she opened with I would like Um, she said I think it's a great idea to get business input and then just kind of talked and I'm like, I was like losing, maybe it's cause I was like trying to like write it down as I was going, but I'm like, where is she going with this? Um, and it literally, it did not really go anywhere. It, I mean, I do not even think it ended with a, I think it was just a comment. <laughs> anyway, um, handle agree, uh, spends quite some time trying to get more information about the survey, um, and, uh, what they're trying to find out. And Carla is not playing ball. Um, so, uh, uh, good job. Legree I did nothing. And then of course we get to the uh so, so the real terrible one, Kloiber. Um you know, he's a uh, he's like this is great, and not only that, I think if there's any more groups out there, they should also just come and sort of just co-opt the on the table thing. Um so that's to see where he is. Blesdo of course um uh, if you ever wanted to, if you really wanted to know where David Kloiber sits on the spectrum, um Blesdo says I have a view very similar to Cloyber's. Um, so <laughs> uh, they're all excited about this. Um, Susan Lamb um, is like, I have many concerns. Almost all of them have already been voiced. Um, uh, we don't want uh, you all to just run your own separate thing, um, you know, silo. Just, just just, work with Civic Lex or whatever. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess they're hoping that. Uh, closer collaboration with civic lex will call them out will sort of will sort of get will sort of ring out some of the 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 bullshit out of it but i don't know i would like to see business lex uh, not included in this at all um basically um let's see uh baxter of course the real estate agent um, asks her why why are you doing this in the first place and I get a very cryptic response from Carla. She says we were asked to do this by who? I'm not entirely certain. Someone asked. Someone. I, was it planning? Was it uh, Adkins, the uh, chief development guy? Um, was it Civic Lex? I don't know. Hopefully it wasn't. Come on, guys. What are you thinking? Um, you know, uh, James Brown was like, was like, I hope you guys have are good. I hope this is, I just hope it works, man. Uh, <laughs> and then Jim Duncan, uh, not Jim Duncan, uh, James Duncan, I guess Jim's right. James Duncan, King, comes on, love that guy. Actually, I, he's just the planning commissioner. He's fine. Um, I mean, I, I don't have any, I just think it's funny every time i want. I'm like, yeah, man, just the guy. It's just his job to do the planning. That's crazy. Wheel him out. Get him out here. Um, uh. You know, basically that. Um, the final comment that I wrote down from James Brown was I think there is a sharp difference between what we are talking about and what Commerce Lex is talking about. Right. So, with that, get him, James Brown. One, yeah. Uh, with that, of course, uh, I got to give more support to Civic Lex. Right. Because, you know, Um, a lot of my criticism, I think in the past were mostly like, oh, you know, discourse is just discourse, you know, that's not, not really helpful, not really getting political change. And of course, uh, there's always room for co-option. Um, but, uh, I did not expect it to be, um, uh, this divided, which gives me hope for sort of the general, uh, direction of civic Lex, that there is a, uh, literal physical split in op- in opposition that there is literally a separate outside party trying to physically co-opt the thing which i'm like this is like po- it's poetry i mean this is you know it's like it's great it's just happening you know uh there's no there's no deeper analysis or whatever you just get to watch it happen it's beautiful um but uh you know so it's that um business leaders businesses developers i actually don't really care what they have to say generally um we don't have to worry about making their time easier because at the end of the day there is money to be made from them and they will continue to come here to make money do you know what i mean like uh in terms of like if if a if a real estate developer has to jump through a bunch of extra hoops to to build they're not they're still going to jump through those hoops because the money to be made in development is crazy. Um, you know. So I don't really I, I honestly do not understand why we really need to hear feedback from a lot of these business things, especially as far as the comprehensive plan goes. Um, you know, but whatever. Uh I think definitely some sort of attitude that the real heads in city council in the city government kind of know what's up they kind of see what's going on here um and you know uh luckily hopefully um in the, the businesses aren't uh really i don't know uh being like you gotta you gotta stop the bike lanes um <laughs> but uh yeah um uh let's see what else uh continuing the uh thing eastern standard uh everyone's uh, the 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 radio show that continues to outrank lame pod um the only show the only and just to be clear the only show that outranks us um uh did a pretty good uh had a pretty good thing they had richard young on um which uh damn it um you know so that's good if you want to listen to that and they talk about actually what the some of the on the table, like some like the more like one on one stuff or whatever is. Um because let me say this. They ain't covering the uh the fight with commerce lex on Eastern Standard. That's all I'll say. Um anyway, um I know there's more gossip about the about about what's going on here. If there's any informants in Civic Lex, <laughs> they'll want to reach out and, 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 and leak us some information. Civic Lex hot goss. Yes, literally. I need, uh, I give me that sweet, sweet goss. Um, you know, you know, I love it. You know, I love when there's a little, some non governmental organization fighting. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, once again, um, I want to remain optimistic about the around the table stuff. Um, You know, uh, especially in light of these sort of um, the fact that uh, there's indications from the government that they want to take it, take the take the uh, input they receive from these discussions more seriously. Um, I think that's uh, promising as sort of an experiment in a more, um, uh, you know, democratic organ of government. Um, I have uh, in this regard hope. Um, and, uh, I will probably be in some, in some, uh, uh, way, shape or form, uh, participating in the, in the, on the table stuff. Um, I mean, it might just be, I don't know, you guys, I mean, mean, you all know my life is, is a, is a fucking crack. Um, it'll probably just be me going to one of these things, um, like, just, like, participating in discussion, but, like, anyone can sign up to, like, host the discussion, which I think is interesting. Like, you can do your own little stuff. I don't know. Very fun. Taking a little page from sort of a little, like, like anarchist affinity group on that, almost, um, which I think is funny. Uh,
1: All power to the tables. No, oh my God.
0: Stop it. <laughs> um, well, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that this I Here I was thinking my side was going to be short. Um, well, with that, uh, let's get to it. Um, I yield my time
1: alright you're listening to Lame the Lexington Air Superiority Marxist Experience I'm Aaron and I'm Jenry and you can follow us on Twitter at LamePod you can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com you're listening to the middle side right now just a reminder you can get stickers if you want to email us that's good LexLamePod at gmail.com For any I don't know March Madness is coming up stop it if you stop want to it. Give your favorite stop basketball it. person in your life a sticker of your favorite socialist podcast mhm mhm um. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, we have buttons too. Great. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know the whole shtick. Or on Spotify. Or on Spotify. I keep forgetting the Spotify. Yeah, you can, these reviews now.
0: Yeah. Write to us. We want to hear your feedback. LexLanePod gmail.com.
1: Just uh, send me a picture on email. Just email me a picture of, of your breakfast. Oh, What'd all right. Well, okay. Well, let's not get LexLanePod at gmail. All
0: right. Okay. Whatever. I mean, I'm I love the engagement. Um, and yeah, that's it.
1: All right. You all are listening to side B of lame, the Lexington air superiority Marxist experience. I'm Aaron and I'm Jenry. and we have a couple of interesting articles for you today. They probably won't be as long as side a
0: God, you can only fucking hope
1: we have a lot of stuff from around the States. Um, you were right about, about Beth Musgrave being on vacation this week. We have a lot of people, um, Liz Moomy. From Harold Leader, we have other people from. <laughs> they're sh-
0: They're shipping in vol- International yeah, really. volunteers.
1: Associated um, Press. They got Joe Sanka from uh, from Courier Journal. We got a whole bunch of. Um, Damn. A whole bunch of sources today.
0: All right. Well.
1: And we're starting off today with with an update on how many losses we got, and the losses I'm referring to, of course, are from App Harvest. <laughs>
0: It's normal for for the modern company to just only bleed money. You know you know when they say fail harder, fail faster? That's what they meant.
1: Mega greenhouse company App Harvest plans to open three more farms this year despite facing some some challenges in its first year selling tomatoes. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Uh, App Harvest Moorhead Greenhouse opened in fall 2020 and harvested its first tomatoes in 2021 with a goal to produce more than 45 million pounds annually. Last year, the farm produced more than 18 million pounds of tomatoes and had a net sale of $9.1 million in its first year and a loss. Get ready for this. Drumroll, please. Of $166.2 million Jeez. and an an adjusted EBIDTA loss of $69.9 million.
0: Well, that's, that's a big number. Go team.
1: Boundary and CEO Jonathan Webb said that he expects App Harvest to more than double its total company sales this year.
0: Well, great. One can only hope.
1: And then this is my favorite quote from the article. App Harvest had a low profit second quarter due to tomato prices hitting a 10-year low. and Lower quality <laughs> tomatoes good. that had uh, that had little to no value.
0: Yeah, shit tier to tomatoes. No one wants to pay for a tomato in the first place. Ah, we're fucked.
1: Well, <laughs> then here's what's interesting, too, right? Because, you know, we've had these tomatoes. Uh-huh. Um, they, you know, I, I go over to the Kroger, uh-huh. I see these app harvest tomatoes. And I'm like, you know, we keep saying these, uh, we keep talking about app harvest. Maybe they're, maybe they got a good tomato.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll put my mouth where my money is. It's
1: not good. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, not okay, a good well, tomato. All they can really do is make salsa out of it. And uh-huh. the salsa is not even that
0: salsa good. Salsa sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Kroger store brand salsa was markedly better.
1: Which is... I don't know. App harvest.
0: Come on guys.
1: A disease is impacting some of more heads, tomato plants, uh-huh. which could reduce yields by 10% to 15%. <sighs> but the decrease has been factored into the outlook.
0: Yeah. Of course, folks do not forget the mass aphid outbreaks they keep having. Um,
1: lovely. Um, and that's pretty much app harvest news. Stay tuned for next quarter. When we report another $500 million loss. in app harvest. God,
0: Fuck <laughs> love, love being on the app harvest hate train. You guys know me. Um,
1: the next article here is from the Associated Press and it's about the Kentucky Board of Education. And they're soliciting uh, applications for student members.
0: All right, okay.
1: Which I did a little bit of my own investigation. Well,
0: Aaron. thank you, Aaron, because I wanted—I want to I wanna know more.
1: All right. So Kentucky Department of Education is looking for a student to serve as a non-voting member on the State Board of Education.
0: Boo, let them vote.
1: The deadline to apply is next week, and the agency has not received any applications.
0: Holy shit. You have to be like a sophomore in high school?
1: Um, Meredith Brewer, the department's director for education policies at L.A. Yeah, right. So basically, yes, um, you have to be... A sophomore residing in the 4th Congressional District. No. You know whose district that is? Whose? Thomas Massey.
0: No fucking way. You got an eight. Well, we got to mobilize. Those North counties, Kentucky listeners.
1: Boone, Bracken, Campbell, Carroll, Carter, Partial. Not all of Carter.
0: No, not all of Carter. Nice try.
1: Nice try. Gatlin, uh, Grant, uh, which hold on. They always say it, it's spelled Gallatin. But I've always heard it. Except for now, it's Gatlin.
0: Yeah, I believe that.
1: Um, Greenov, Harrison, Henry, Kenton, Lewis, Mason, Nelson, Partial, Oldham, Owen, Pendleton, Robertson, Shelby, Spencer, Spencer, and Trim- I mixed okay, Mercer well, County and Spencer County. I'm
0: you. sure. I'm sure if they're in District Four, they know. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this podcast and you're eligible, you know.
1: To be selected as a student member, applicant must be enrolled in a public high school, be a junior, and get standing on July 1st. And it must be in the fourth congressional district. You also need like a letter of recommendation, a letter from your parents. Jesus. Which okay, a letter from your parents recommending you? Of course they're gonna recommend you. That's good.
0: Do not pick my son. He's evil (laughs) and a Marxist.
1: So I don't know if there's any if there's any rising juniors who live in the fourth congressional district. Who were for some reason, in listening to a podcast, yeah. If we about got an, if, if
0: we got any militant rank and file, uh, <laughs> a, a, a rising juniors in the fourth district.
1: If you know anybody who's in the fourth district who may be interested in this, yeah. past, send, literally, send literally. Next week. Speaking of, um, actually, there's no segue for this. The
0: next article. Okay. All right. Thanks.
1: <laughs> the next article comes to us from Joe Sanka. And it's that, um, it's, it's actually maybe some good, good material news. Oh? Um, Kentuckian, certain Kentuckians can be eligible for a $500 tax rebate.
0: Isn't that everyone?
1: Yeah, well, most Kentucky taxpayers will be eligible pretty soon. Under Senate Bill 194, individual tax filers from 2020 would receive a $500 rebate, and joint filers would receive a $1,000 rebate unless those individuals paid less than that amount in state taxes. Um, if filers paid less than $500 or $1,000, they would receive a rebate of a lower amount. If they paid no state taxes, they would receive no rebate. Um, I'm pegging this as the uh, Republican stimulus check.
0: Oh, it totally is. Um, um,
1: to which I say, um, we have $2 billion in our rainy day fund. Why can't we have more money?
0: I just, well, it's not even that. I'm not even saying. I don't, I've been skeptical about, I don't know. I was. I've been thinking about this, right? Like, what because they're they're getting this money from the surplus in the budget this year, right? And I'm just trying to think about like what would be you know, like like is this is this the best use? Probably. Especially in terms of um uh a Republican legislature, right? I mean, this is probably the best we're going to get from them. But I'm just thinking like, man, like a billion dollars, like man, we could do so much cool shit with that.
1: High speed rail in Kentucky?
0: Rail period, um, just, yeah,
1: not even not even high speed, just rail.
0: Uh, my bus could come more frequently. I know I say this all the time, but <laughs> frequency is freedom, folks. You know it. Um, I mean, just anything. Uh, I guess five hundred bucks for every Kentuckian is, is. That qualifies. Well, it's it's they want to do this, but they also want to do it in tandem with the abolition of income tax. And um, the increasing of sales tax, you know, so they're sending out a quote-unquote progressive tax rebate, right? But uh, they're pairing it up with a uh, with a quite regressive um, uh, taxation plan. Which so,
1: is, I mean, interesting too. I mean, with uh, who is it? Charles Booker? All right. Okay. Very, very. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. Very big <laughs> on uh, UBI.
0: Is he? Yes. Really? It
1: was. Uh, yeah, I'm very big on UBI. All right. is like everyone needs to have universal basic income, but
0: that's for another episode. That's, that's th- a whole, that's there's a whole a, other episode. There's a really good 10 hour long theory series we could do on universal basic income and um, uh, the, uh, why, why you should be suspect of that.
1: I mean, look. Let me let me just say this. There's a reason why people like Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos want universal basic income. Yes. It boils down to you can cut Social Security, you can cut Medicare, you yep. can cut other benefits.
0: I'm not even. Well, I'm not even saying that. Here's the thing. When Grimes said that the future of the economy is um, uh, going to all be based on, I think she said crypto and gaming or something like that. I th- it was something in gaming this Is what she meant. Um, uh, th- this is this is where it's all pointing to universal basic income. Um, but but you receive it through through gaming through meta, yes. Um, this is once again for 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 a later episode, but just I mean, keep your eyes out on the horizon on this one, folks. I anyway,
1: mean, yeah, this is this is just but one little protrusion that the Republicans yeah. have have set up,
0: yeah. But more practically speaking, yes, almost every UBI bill. Has a stipulation that by accepting the UBI, you are giving up Social Security and um, other benefits. So,
1: which and then we'll end it. We'll end we'll end the conversation there. But yes. After, but after I say this, which the benefits usually cost, they like, give you more in value yes. than the actual UBI.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're getting a shittier deal.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of shitty deals, Senate Bill One Thirty Eight.
0: What do we got? You may have heard of this. Okay. It's
1: the, it's the critical race theory bill. Damn it. Um, which? Okay. Um,
0: I need an uncritical race
1: theory. <laughs> I need what's the opposite of critical? Accepting? An un-
0: uncritical? Un- oh. I don't know what un- I don't know what uncritical means. It's Just aside from not being critical, I don't know what is. I don't know what is positively not critical.
1: I don't know. Of an, an accepting race theory
0: into symbols i don't know whatever keep going
1: um this was filed by 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 most punchable face well no not really the most punchable face i yeah, said alvarado yeah was, but just, max Weiss. all right Campbell's max
0: bill. close contender
1: close contender um it requires teaching that, quote, institution, the institution of slavery and post-Civil War laws enforcing racial segregation and discrimination were contrary to the fundamental American promise of life and the pursuit of happiness as expressed by the Declaration of Independence. The bill also says that defining racial disparities solely on the legacy of slavery is destructive to the unification of our nation. And it says, regardless of circumstances, any an American has the power to succeed when they are given sufficient opportunity and it's committed to seizing that opportunity through hard work, pursuit of education, and good citizenship. If you only tried harder, it, if you only worked harder, you could do better in It this is. country.
0: It is funny to me that, that they feel the need to enshrine this in law. Like, you're already... That's the education you're already getting, one. Two, um, they have the propaganda campaign winning on the American exceptionalism in every other front. Why do you need to enshrine it into law? All right? Too, I can think of ways to there's a let me say this there's other ways to critique Jim Crow laws aside from uh it being quote-unquote residual slavery <laughs> um
1: it's I mean this is just a very it's a very bizarre bill um it passed so it passed the senate last week
0: yeah any republicans the vote the no House? on it
1: Hmm. who voted no what, what did you say no don't worry, don't worry about what it I'm sure
0: you on? don't have it up just keep going all
1: right yeah I don't I don't know who voted Hold on. yeah um Senate Bill One Hundred and Thirty-Eight also requires twenty-four historical documents and speeches to be embedded across middle school and high school curricula. Okay. Which let me just let's just go through these. Yeah, can we, we right.
0: hit some? I'm, I'm looking... The
1: Mayflower Compact.
0: Shh, Jesus. Okay. The Declaration okay. of Independence, the
1: Constitution right. of the United States. All right. The Federalist Papers, Number One, Number Ten, and Number Fifty-One.
0: I like that. I like that they're like, do not show the the the. I don't. I can't think of a number. number Fifteen. Yeah, that's the that's the fucked up communist yeah. one. Anyway,
1: June eighteenth or June eighth, seventeen eighty nine. Speech on amendments to the Constitution by James Madison. Okay, the Bill of Rights.
0: All right.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, Marbury Ooh. versus Madison. All right. The Monroe Doctrine.
0: Man, actually, hot. I, not my original take, but so true. I think we should overthrow Marbury v. Madison. <laughs>
1: Here's okay, here's what's interesting. I this is a bit, I think
0: we need to destroy the Supreme a Court. I bit tangential. All right.
1: In high school in in civics class. Okay. I I was I was way I was so far ahead in class that my teacher was like like Aaron, we need you to not be so far ahead in class, you're, so, you're doing so they, too gave, much work. they gave
0: you a more difficult project, so or they something? gave me a more difficult project. All right, that's and good. The that project
1: was to overturn a single Supreme Court case, and <gasps> examine the ramifications.
0: That's good. And you went and you went for the Supreme Court case. Yeah. That's very good, Aaron. Some I mean, the fellow traveler here. Anyway, mm-hmm. Marbury v. Madison Marbury, in what?
1: Marbury v. Madison, the Monroe Doctrine.
0: Psh, God, um, that's I talk about bullshit. A
1: speech by Frederick Douglass called "What Is the Slave." What to the slave is the Fourth of July? All um, right, well, the that's United good. States Supreme Court opinion of Dred Scott versus Stanford. Damn. Or Sanford, not Stanford. Um, the the Emancipation, Emancipation Proclamation, the Gettysburg Address, the <sighs> Declaration of Rights of of the Women of the United States by Susan B. Anthony okay. and others. Um, September eighteenth, eighteen 1895, Atlanta Exposition Address by Booker T. Washington. Um, of Booker T. Washington and others by W. E. B. Du Bois, the United States Supreme Court opinion of Plessy versus Ferguson, uh, August thirty first, nineteen ten, New New Nationalism speech by Teddy Roosevelt.
0: Oh God! All right. Um, Jesus. January
1: eleventh, nineteen forty four, State of the Union by Franklin D. Roosevelt. Okay. United States Supreme Court opinions of Brown v. Board. Um, <laughs> letter from Birmingham Jail by Martin Luther King Jr. All right. 1963, I Have a Dream Speech by Martin Luther King Jr., and and the grand finale, God. which is in the fucking bill.
0: That's so good. Which please, is in the bill. Please hit me. Hit me something a good. Time
1: for Choosing by Ronald Reagan.
0: No. All right, baby. I was like, where's... I'm like, where is a snake into? Where is a snake into? Well, you know, let me say this. A lot more... Just very interesting to me that the uh some of the language of this bill is so like pretty wildly like real like um like wildly racist. But the uh you know, the list of speeches, the the, the list of included documents, I think most of those are fine. And in fact I would say of the ones that let me say this, of the ones that are fine, and this is what's so goofy about it, they're already in their school. Uh, education we
1: already talk about like all of these except except for the
0: fucked <laughs> up ones and those those are the ones that are getting the, the new nationalism speech new that nationalism. sounds that can't be good right
1: <laughs> i don't know the historians of the, historian listeners please tell us how we're wrong
0: yeah weird they passed a bill that i that, that we have to teach the entire scp wiki in school oh, bizarre right? dang it oh
1: um, other bills have have been proposed, but have not yet come up for a vote. House Bill 487 says the primary purpose of education is to prepare thoughtful, active citizens who understand the importance of patriotism and to provide a full, unbiased history of the Commonwealth of Kentucky and the United States. It would make it illegal to teach revisionist history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you talk about Deng Xiaoping in this classroom. <laughs>
1: Say, what should I say? Revisionist to who? <laughs> Literally,
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, it's, oh, wow, man,
1: including that slavery, racism, sexism, and white supremacy are practices fundamental to America rather than deviations from the American <laughs> promise of a life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
0: That's that's really good. It's uh, it's a f- little funny, actually, how much on the, the nail on the head that these CRT bills <laughs> actually hit. like Just from the opposite direction.
1: <laughs> House Bill 14 to make it illegal to teach that Kentucky or the U.S. is fundamentally or irredeemably racist, or that an individual, by virtue of their race or sex, is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously, and make it Im- impermissible to teach that, quote, meritocracy traits such as hard work, ethic are racist or sexist or were created by members of a particular race to oppress members of another race
0: um damn I guess we can't talk about the SAT um I guess not man I mean, that is that means
1: you can't take it anymore
0: that's true Thank, actually maybe based um this is so fucked up yeah I mean oh look we all knew it was fucked up um the good news though uh I guess for these things is that I guarantee you no public school is teaching is, is telling you that um that uh that uh, America is um, fundamentally, uh, you know, has been founded on a uh, European kingdom of death, um, of, of which murder and cleansing and murder and purity and more murder um, is, uh, is what defines this nation. In the moment we run out of things to kill, we die. Um, that's why you listen to this podcast Um, you're never killing us. Let me say one. Yes, actually. Um, I'm, I am cursed to the mortality. Um, and, uh, let me say this. If they were teaching any of that shit, we would not need to be here recording this podcast for you. I'll just say that. Um, but yeah,
1: I'd like to, I'd like to add a VI Lenin state and revolution to that list of, um, yeah,
0: (laughs) mandatory dog. You got to read Lenin, baby. Um, (laughs) I've been reading uh, "Imperialism" by, Renin, by Lenin recently. Yeah. Very very um, nerdy. He's got a lot of tables in it.
1: Oh, the tables were big at the time. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: like, he's like, check it out, guys! I found a new way to orient type. He's can't like, believe Lenin invented the table. He's
1: like finance capital.
0: Literally, he's doing he's doing little he's doing little um, uh, whatever. We can't talk about Lenin right now. We got to just keep going.
1: <laughs> I mean, I only have like one more bill to talk about. All right, hit it's it. House Bill fourteen, which is also about. Um, trt would make it illegal to teach that kentucky or the u.s is fundamentally or irredeemably racist or that um did i already say that? yeah you just said this oh my god Uh, (laughs) well i was
0: like (laughs) a second bill just to be sure (laughs) where are you stay on the page Uh, here
1: 14 um uh, oh, yeah. It would also allow parents to, or others, to file complaints about violations with the state attorney general. Great. If deemed-founded, they would result in fines of $5,000 to the school district and referral to the Education Professional Standards Board, which licenses teachers. That's
0: so House stupid. House Bill 18
1: contains similar rules, but allow citizens to file complaints about violations in court and recover up to $100,000 in damages.
0: That's good. You know, they're like, you can't teach about white you can't teach that the that the white man is a fragile being, but if you say that, they can sue you for emotional damage up to one thousand, <laughs> up to ten thousand dollars.
1: Apparently so. There's Jesus lot of, Christ, man! Very interesting happenings here at the Kentucky Legislature. Yeah, fuck. Um, and with that, it's happened again. Yes. you voice wasted another perfectly good hour listening to lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers and buttons are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com which you can get by emailing LexLanePod at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter at... We're giving
0: Lake. them out for free. I don't know if we mentioned yeah, that. There's, there's zero just, dollars. Just, we'll, we'll get them to you.
1: Um, you can email us. Yeah, you email us LexLamePod at gmail.com uh, Follow us on Twitter, LexLamePod um, What else? Give us give us a review on iTunes. Um, we'll be back next this week, next week, whatever. Um, and even though the the legislature of Kentucky uh, files for damages. No, hold on, I have one better.
0: Okay, all right, thank you.
1: And even though Commerce Lex all right creates their own capitalist-oriented podcast, that's just NPR. Whenever they hear us say it. <laughs> And another survey too. Whenever they hear us say this is lame, that was so bad.
0: All right, okay. Let me. All right, let me take it. Let me. Let me hit one. Um, and even though uh, they they introduce an a, a, another differently worded CRT bill into oh, the Kentucky uh, Senate, every time we say it, this is this lame. Is lame.